You're listening to the PMO Strategies Podcast, where PMO leaders become impact drivers. This is episode 110. Hey there, Impact Driver. Welcome to the PMO Strategies Podcast. I am your host, Laura Bernard, and I'm super excited to go on this journey with you in this episode. Okay, so you've heard about IQ, right? And we've all heard all about EQ for emotional intelligence and how important it is for us to build our emotional intelligence to lead our organizations. But what about your CQ, your change intelligence? With massive disruptors taking place around us literally every day, how do you as a PMO leader develop your change intelligence muscle so that you can lead your organization through change in an effective and sustainable way? Not just the changes that others are experiencing as a part of the projects that they're leading, but also you as a PMO leader, how are you bringing the organization through the change you're delivering to the organization as you develop PMO services and capabilities. So in this episode, you're going to learn about this concept of CQ, why it's so important and how it can help you deliver really high impact change in your organization without change resistance, without the frustration that so many of us typically experience when we're trying to do good in our organizations with PMO and project management services and capabilities. Before we dive in, this episode is sponsored by Planisware. Planisware is a global provider of SaaS solutions that break the boundaries of traditional project management by connecting people, strategy, finance, application, and products. With over 20 years of experience, Planisware helps organizations take plans from vision to reality and make an impact. Learn more at planisware.com. That's planisware.com. Okay, let's dive in. I am so excited to talk about this CQ change intelligence topic. And with me today is my dear friend, Barbara Trotline. She is a PhD and an author of the book, Change Intelligence and Principal of Change Catalyst. She created this CQ system for developing change intelligence to build change leaders, leadership capability. And every project is a change as we know, so every project manager and PMO leader is a change leader. For over 30 years, she's used this system to coach executives, train leaders at all levels, certify change agents, I would love to see that badge, and facilitate mission-critical projects. Clients served include Abbott Laboratories, BP, Cisco, Deloitte, and the New York Police Department, and Save the Children. Barbara holds a doctorate in organizational psychology from the University of Michigan and has been so wonderful about saying yes to all of my crazy ideas about participating on the podcast and the PMO Impact Summit. I'm so honored to call her a friend and extremely valued colleague. Barbara, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much as always for having me, Laura. 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So I know about CQ and I think it is so cool. I read your book many years ago now and got to see you speak on stages about this stuff. And I was like, this, this is the missing link between what PMO leaders are trying to do as they go about delivering change and the results that they see, right? I truly believe that there is a thread of organizational change management that must run through everything we do when we're creating PMOs, so much so that I've threaded it through my my entire PMO framework and system and everything that I teach and coach. And it's why they get such high success rates. In fact, hundred percent success rates because it is all built on this foundation of change. So you're a change management expert and you talk about this change intelligence concept, but I want to push a little bit here. In the last year, we've not just experienced normal change in every aspect of our lives, but gut-wrenching crises happening all around us, all over the world. How can building change intelligence help when we're going through crisis, as well as when we're just going through our normal day-to-day lives? Yeah, well, thanks so much for asking that, Laura. And you've definitely been an inspiration at the forefront in the PMO world in terms of really integrating change management models and methods and tools with all the wonderful tools that we already have in the PMO toolkit. So I want to answer the question stepping back in terms of the big picture and then looking at kind of the smaller picture with us as individuals. So as you mentioned, mm-hmm. I've been at this for over 30 years. I started my company back in the 1980s when we were experiencing very difficult economic times. And then fast forward 20 years in the global financial meltdown around 2009, is when I created the CQ system for developing change intelligence as a way to help myself and my clients lead through that time of massive uncertainty and fear. Because I saw that we still had a very high failure rate of change, a very high failure rate of projects. And I sat back and wondered why that is. And I saw two gaps. One gap to your point is that we have a lot of models and methods and tools to manage projects, right? We all know that from the PMBOK and others. We also have a lot of models and methods and tools to develop leadership capabilities, overall leadership capabilities in terms of maybe DISC, Myers-Briggs, Strength Finders, specific leadership capabilities around conflict management, coaching, communications, etc. What I saw as the gap was really changed leadership. We needed models and methods and tools to supplement our project management toolkit around right. change. And we needed models and methods and tools to develop leadership capabilities change. So I put those two things together, not just about change or project management, not just about leadership development. It's all about leading change. So that's really what the CQ system for developing change intelligence helps us do. So that's the big picture. Looking at the small picture, was Gandhi said, be the change you wish to see. Change starts with ourselves. And as an organizational psychologist, I know that when neuroscientists place electrodes on people's brains and introduce them to a change, The same neuroreceptors fire when our brain gets introduced to a change as when we feel physical pain. Mm. Isn't that fascinating information? The same neuroreceptors fire. So that really means that in a very literal sense, to our brain, change equals pain. To our brain, change equals pain, right? So right away, to me, that's empowering information for all of us as PMO leaders, because it says that resistance that we experience is not bad and wrong. It's normal and natural. It's literally how we're wired as humans and why we've survived and thrived as a species. Now, the other implication of that, though, is what happens when we get in that fear threat mode. When we get in that fear threat mode, all the good stuff, the oxygen, the glucose that that feeds our brains gets sucked past our necks so we can fight, we can flight, or we can freeze. 
what all those three reactions have in common is that change makes us dumber. Right. Just when we need all our cognitive capabilities to think clear and creatively, to your point, all the massive disruption in the last year, year and a half, that we need to pivot and invent new solutions, we literally get blinders on. Our solution space restricts. We go to our well-learned, dominant, habituated habits that made us successful in the past, but not maybe so much in this new reality. So as I say, during the stress of change, during the stress of crisis, during the stress of our projects, when our IQ goes down, building our CQ is like putting our own oxygen mask on first. We remember yeah. to breathe, separate that knee-jerk, autonomic, often unhelpful reaction from a more leaderly adaptive response because we know we have options and the more options we have as leaders, the more power we have to make an impact. Oh, that's so good. So good. So during the stress of change and crisis, when our IQ kind of drops, we need to look at this differently. I love this analogy you've got here about putting your CQ oxygen mask on. That's I talk to my students about that a lot and have a story with, that I won't have time to go into here, but that that's the fundamental difference between those that are successful in our PMO coaching program. Well, everyone is actually successful once they do this and it's to put their own oxygen mask on first before they try and take care of those around them. They've got to make sure that they build their strength. So I love this. I love this. Okay. So let's, like defined very clearly for this audience, what is change intelligence? Sure. And the best way to get the most out of our podcast time today is to start by diagnosing your own change intelligence and oh, then cool. to take the first step to develop it. And of course, we'll tell you how to get much more information on that front. But the definition of change intelligence is the awareness of our style of leading change and the ability to adapt our style to be optimally effective across people and situations. So the first part is awareness being aware of our, our style, right? Because mm -hmm. what's the corollary of that? Once you become aware of your own style, you become aware that there's other styles, there's mm -hmm. other options that you have as a leader. Just like you have a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Sometimes there's a nail in front of you and that hammer is a very functional adaptive tool. Sometimes mm -hmm. you're dealing with the COVID-19 crisis. Sometimes you're standing up a new PMO. Sometimes you're dealing with a merger or acquisition, right? Mm -hmm. You need different tools in your tool bag and building change intelligence helps you do exactly that. Oh, that is so, so good. So good. I love it. And I know what my default type is, but I've had to really build my muscles in the other categories to fit the roles that I need to play, which is kind of cool. It's interesting how all that works. So when we have the PMO Impact Summit, you're going to actually do a hands-on live workshop with people to go through this process, right? Absolutely. So what I talk about is that what are those styles of leading change, right? Is yeah. the first step is awareness of your style. What are those styles so that you can embrace your strengths and also learn to adapt to your point to give any change, any project what it needs? Because what I talk about is that those three styles of leading change are leading from the head, focusing on the mission, the purpose, the business objective, right? Right. Leading from the hands, focusing on the plan, the process, the tools, how are we going to get from here to there and leading from the heart, engaging the people, communicating, collaborating, getting people on board. And just like any change needs or any project needs an effective purpose, that's the head, an efficient process, that's the hands and engage people, that's the heart. Any change leader, any PMO leader needs to pay attention to all three. And that's the gold. And that's what we're going to do in the workshop. To your point, before the workshop, there's an assessment that I created, quick online, takes about 15 minutes. You'll get free access to that. 
So you'll get to diagnose your own change intelligence that way. It's intuitive. So you'll get information about the first pass on that in our podcast right now, but you'll get that before the workshop. During the workshop, we'll take a deeper dive into that, learning about your own change intelligence. Then we'll learn how to coach others to build theirs, to influence for impact, right? Overcome what looks like resistance to engage for change. We'll talk about building more change intelligent teams and PMOs, and we'll look at managing initiatives, managing your projects from a change intelligent perspective. So kind of elevating the dialogue to talk about our culture and common language and approach to change. Oh, that's so good. Because if you can understand the different types of people around you, one of the many benefits for a PMO leader is that you can then kind of allocate people to the places where those strengths are needed most. You can also use it to feed areas that you aren't as strong. Like that's one of the things that I love to do is use it to say, okay, this is my core. This is my go-to. And how do I surround myself with people that are stronger in the other areas to kind of make me more intelligent, if you will, in those other categories, right? So you have this huge database of all of these people from all over the world that have gone through this exercise and have defined themselves. Are there any kind of categories of where project managers or PMO leaders, executives, all of those, where they kind of fit into these categories generally? Yes. Well, definitely. And PMO leaders, project managers, they tend to be higher on the hands than other Mm -hmm. folks, right? Which Mm -hmm. is all about, which is logical, right? Because your role is all about figuring out how to help get from current state to future reality. Get it done, right? Get it done. That's the gift of leading from the hands. Get it done. However, our business leaders, our executives, our sponsors tend to lead more from the head, right? Mm -hmm. That's their job, the vision, the mission, the strategy looking at new horizons, new innovations, right? So one opportunity for building our change intelligence as a PMO leader is to learn how to adapt our style to communicate in a way that the business leaders, for example, can hear the messages, right? So perhaps it's more hooking and hinging our projects and the resources that we need, right? And the fact that we need to manage our plan in a way that is that accelerates, right? That moves swiftly, but also really is not another unfunded mandate, right? Or everything's an A priority, right? That really gives the change what it needs for high quality change. Also, frontline leaders and a lot of the folks on the front lines, right, that we Mm want to influence, we want to adopt, move in new directions, they tend to lead more from the heart. Because what is change? It's one person changing their behavior at a time. So so on the front lines, it's very important to engage, to communicate, to build teams, to build trust. So that's another opportunity a lot of times for PMO leaders is really to adapt their style to integrate more messages from the heart, tell the story about the change, paint the picture, show people the line of sight between what you're asking them to do and why it matters. And show that again, build that sense of psychological safety, because what you see depends on where you sit. And we all know that I think that's one of the biggest failure factors in leading change is that we don't have those relationships and those two-way communication mechanisms to not just deliver information about our projects, but to solicit that feedback. I think those kind of processes are arthritic, if not outright broken in many organizations. 
Oh my gosh, Barbara, this is so good because as you're doing this, as you're talking about this, and I've known about the CQ system for years and I, I love it. I love it. I'm sitting here realizing that this is exactly the framing that I'm using to explain how my PMO leaders need to pivot their natural tendency to focus on the hands, which is my natural tendency as well. So I totally get it. And it's why, I mean, in our community, in our peer group, everyone's always like, how do you get so much done? I'm like, cause that's what I do. I get it done. I get it done. Right. And I surround myself with people that are more heart, more head to create that balance for me. But what I also do when I'm working with my PMO coaching students in our PMO program, I am very intentional on helping them pivot the language that they use and stop talking about the solution they're providing and start talking more about the outcomes they're helping the business leaders achieve because that's speaking their language. They don't want to hear about the outputs. They want to hear about the outcomes. So what I'm helping them do is put the head hat on, if you will, to be able to say, okay, well, when I'm talking to my executives, I really do need to focus on results, outcomes, delivering on that strategy, the things that they really care about, and which is so much more in the head kind of way of thinking. And then when they're talking about marketing communications, which is a super important part of what the PMO needs to do for marketing and communications about the value we're creating in the organization. If you're talking to the executives, you're really talking about those results, those outcomes. If you're talking to people that are heavy, well, heavy heart, but big in the heart area, right? Then you tell story and you let the story and the wins of the experiences that people are having because of the pain points you removed, the challenges that they don't have anymore, the, the fact that they're able to spend more time with their families because the projects aren't taking so long to get done. All those things is in the heart area, right? So it's funny that this is what I have been doing for years to help break down change resistance that PMO leaders face when they're trying to put services and capabilities in place. And it fits this framework beautifully. So yeah. And so the other thing I would say is that how can we reframe resistance from our enemy to our ally? How can we surface honor and explore resistance? The number one topic in the change management literature is overcoming resistance to change. That's exhausting. And it's also insulting. Um, Right, exactly. So (laughs) instead, we can surface honor, explore it, we can use it as a powerful source of information to change the only thing we can, which is ourselves our mindsets and our behavior, right? We can't force change on anyone else. We can only influence them with for impact, right? And that's what that helps us do. Because once we learn our change intelligence, to your point, our style, what's on the opposite side of the triangle, Mm -hmm. I have a triangle model, right? Head, heart, hands. And what's on the opposite side of us, like to your point, your opposite style is me, (laughs) the combination of the head and the heart. And so we have two things. We have one, what a powerful partnership. Right. Right. If we can have our intent with each other match our impact, our intent match our impact. What a powerful partnership. However, it can also be the most apt to cause friction because what's Mm -hmm. important to you in leading change, getting it done, like heads down, working through it is the opposite of what's going to motivate and inspire me. So the opportunity is not to change ourselves, not to change our style, to adapt our approach, to give other people what they need to get it. That's the head to want it, that's the heart, and to be able to do it, that's the hands. And that's what building our own change intelligence helps us do. That's what coaching others to build theirs helps us do. And that's what building change intelligent teams and PMOs can do for the whole culture. So good. So good, Barbara. Okay. So I don't want you to give away all of the fun we're going to do in the workshop, but I'm wondering if you can just give a quick snapshot of what people should expect when they attend this workshop 
And if you have not registered for Barbara's workshop yet, what are you waiting for? This is literally life-changing kind of work that you're going to be doing with this hands-on experience with Barbara. And by the way, I have been next door to Barbara teaching a PMO workshop when Barbara was teaching this workshop, and you couldn't be heard in our room over all the laughter, fun, and excitement people were having next door with Barbara. So you're in for a super wonderful experience, an absolute treat with Barbara's workshop. So you must register right away. Barbara, tell us really quickly about this workshop before we wrap up. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So the bottom line is you're going to walk away having had a very empowering and ideally fun experience. It'll oh. go very quickly. So really, I always say that building change intelligence does four things. It helps us lead ourselves right through mm -hmm. the stress of change, putting our own oxygen mask on. It's a it's an empowering message for ourselves. Less stress and frustration, more confidence and confidence. We'll learn how to coach others right to build their change intelligence in terms of overcoming what looks like resistance and influencing to engage for change. So we'll learn how to lead others more effectively. We'll learn how to lead more change intelligent teams. So mm -hmm. how can we, again, capitalize on our collective strengths and avoid overdoing our strengths, which again can cause resistance in others and how to compensate for our blind spots. And then right. finally, we'll learn how to lead change intelligent projects. So how can we analyze a, a project or initiative before we roll it out in the midst of it? And as a lessons learned after action debrief, such that we make sure we're covering all the critical bases. Because again, any project that we lead needs to have an effective purpose, achieve a goal, have an efficient process, and have engaged people. And so you'll also get a tool, a very applicable tool that you can use for exactly that purpose. Oh, that's so good, Barbara. Well, you guys have heard it here. Barbara's workshop is not to be missed, and you will definitely build your CQ, which in my mind, also helps you build your EQ and your IQ along the way. So thank you so much for being here today, Barbara. I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so much, Lauren. I look forward to learning with everybody in September. Absolutely. All right, Impact Driver, that's it for this session. Make sure you go register for Barbara's workshop now. Seats are limited and all proceeds are going to Project Management for Change, a 501c3 nonprofit organization. And don't forget, this episode is sponsored by Planisware. Planisware's turnkey solution, Orchestra, helps PMOs drive early to mid-maturity companies to achieve world-class excellence. Planisware Enterprise, an advanced PPM suite, accelerates mature enterprises toward data unification to cohesively and strategically develop their project portfolio. Lead the way along with over 500 organizations that trust Planisware. You can learn more at planisware.com. That's planisware.com. Check them out today. All right. We'll see you at the All summit. Bye-bye right. for now.